0: Welcome to the Franchise Hounds podcast. I'm Greg Macchia, a certified franchise consultant. Thanks for joining me as I interview franchise industry pros to dissect, explore, and discover franchise ownership. Joining me today is Butch Mogavero. Butch is the CEO of Boulder Designs, as well as another franchise concept called Border Magic. Boulder Designs builds incredible, custom-crafted boulders. I know what you're thinking. They sell rocks? Yes. And you have to check them out to believe some of these creations. In addition to boulders, they also design and sell monuments, business signage, address rocks, benches, mailboxes, planners, headstones, fire pits, drink dispensers, dog bowls, business card holders, and anything else they can dream up. All of these creations and more can be seen at boulderdesigns.net. If you'd like to learn more, I'd be happy to get, help get you in touch with Butch and his team in Waco, Texas at Boulder Designs. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion with Butch Mogavaro of Boulder Designs. Butch, welcome to Franchise Hounds. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you, Greg. I appreciate it.
0: I'm really excited to talk to you today about... Boulder Designs and and learn about this opportunity. It's it's really a u- unique and I, I like these kind of uh, businesses. I wanted to start by saying I, I know a fellow franchise consultant that became a franchise owner with Boulder Designs and and, and that really says something, right? Uh, as franchise yes. consultants, yes. you know I represent close to six hundred brands and and this is the one she chose to invest in. So I think that says a lot about your brand and your business model.
1: Yeah, we've had uh, several brokers consider buying one and staying with Franserve, and doing both of them. And it, you know, when a broker like yourself gets to see all of them and they consider us, that's, it does, you know, make us feel a little better. Like we, maybe we do have something here.
0: No, for sure. I think it's something special. So custom crafted boulders, right? Like Maybe to start, you could talk just a little bit about what the product actually is, because it's so unique.
1: Yeah, what we have, um, we invented, uh, well, not we, I'm not that smart. But uh, I bought a company uh, from a a guy that had it for, I guess, 15 years. And he invented a way to make concrete not crack, uh, or almost not crack. Uh, We have two companies. We have Border Magic and then Boulder Designs. On our Boulder Designs, we guarantee... For a lifetime, anything that we make not to crack, disintegrate, deteriorate at all, zero, uh, and nobody else has that. So we went from when I bought it, the guy was a very, very smart genius, almost on making things, inventing things, but he probably struggled in the franchise area. He didn't care to answer his phone and deal with people as much as you know you need to in this this age. And uh, he is he was he had about sixty franchises through the both companies. And um, was losing more per year than he was gaining. So he's kind of declining. And uh, I was in the border business for a lot of years. And that's how I found him. And went up to visit. And uh, we pulled in the driveway. And all these rocks were out there. I never even heard of Boulder Designs. I was like, what is that? And he said, well, that's boulders. But don't worry, we're here for border. I said, no, I want that. (laughs) And uh, so we went. I was there for three days. And uh, finally, he was giving me both franchises and a job to help him grow the company and this was 2010, uh, on my flight home, he canceled everything and uh, reneged on the whole deal. And uh, I was pretty upset. I won't go into a long story about that, but uh, went on and building my business. In 2015, he called, and again, to make a long story short, asked me if I'd consider buying the company. And um, and eventually I did. In 2016, I January 1st, we started with this company under under me and moved it from Illinois to Texas. And what he had done, he had invented some just extraordinary equipment and processes to build these look like rocks as close as you can get to them. Uh, They look very natural, and we can make them any size from a little desktop boulder that you put your cards in for a card holder all the way up to a couple years ago, we made a over 50,000 pound sign in front of a big corporation here in Texas. Uh, We do... Almost anything you've ever seen out of rock or stone or brick, we can do it at a fraction of the cost and a lifetime guarantee where most of them won't guarantee it more than a year because the mortar joints tend to crack a lot. Especially in my area here, Central Texas, we have a lot of uh, black, black dirt that moves. Uh, It's good for growing stuff, but it's terrible to build on. And so we have movement. And um, I've gotten several jobs. I just got a big job in Austin that they wanted like 60 columns to put on a fence or, you know, use for fencing around a HOA and then put cedar in between it. And some of the issues they had is they couldn't get the color rock they wanted because central Texas, we only produce limestone. And if you want the color rock, you have to go through Oklahoma or Colorado and the shipping it in is what cost. So we could give them the color they wanted at no additional cost, no construction people on site. We build them all in house and then one day deliver them all and then uh, guarantee it for life. And uh, also put a logo in it at no charge. So a a column that would have cost $2,500, we sold for $1,300 and guaranteed it 10 times longer than they could. Mm -hmm. So the guy said, it's a no-brainer. We have to use you. And so now we've got other HOAs around there looking to do the same thing. So, again, it all goes back to the uh, proprietary product that allows the concrete not to crack. But it also makes the concrete not cure for about two to three hours. So we have plenty of time to form it, to shape it, carve it, do whatever we want, put stencils in it for your name or logo. And we have a a big window of time there to work with the concrete that normally as soon as you pour it out of the truck, five, 10 minutes, it's hard and it's hard to move around. So those things enable us to make some of the neatest products you ever seen at about 10 cent a pound to make it and all in. And we sell them for $1.40 to $2 a pound. So the margins are you know 90% and up either way. So kind of a neat deal. And uh, you can make so many things. We make decanters now that you uh, put a wine bottle or a whiskey bottle on the top, and then you put a faucet on it. And uh, we sell those to the liquor stores at any kind of festival, you know, uh, anything margarita festival, we do real well with them. Uh, any kind of outdoor event or indoor event, we bring our stuff to because most people don't know what it is. And I always joke that you could take this to a dentist convention and probably sell a bunch of boulders because when they come out, it's very intriguing.
0: Shaped like a tooth or something, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. anything you want,
0: right. Yeah, and you can make it any color and it kind of looks and, and feels like real stone. And it's, yeah, most it's not... Most people
1: think it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's not a mold,
1: correct? No molds. No, no molds. No, it's all, and again, the, the, when, we, when it comes out of the mixer, if you... I'll date myself here, but if you remember Play-Doh or Silly Putty, it comes out kind of that consistent, like a hard snowball that you can pack... And that's what it comes out of the mixer. Uh, If you was to do concrete that, you know, dry, it would, you would never be able to do anything with it. And that's one of the things that it does is make it come out of the thing like a, like you're making a clay pot or something, that same consistency. So we can hold it together, shape it, carve the edges, stencil in the logo. And then we do several other proprietary things to make it look realistic. And uh, it's very easy. It's kind of fun, actually.
0: No, that's really neat. And, uh, even more impressive than that are those, are those margins you, you touched on?
1: <laughs> the margins are the big thing and the lack of competition. That's the two things that, uh, and, and the time frame it takes you to build something is no, you know, you can build a $5,000 rock in a couple hours and only have, yeah. you know, less than 400, 500 bucks in it all in labor and materials. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. So, That's
0: amazing. so maybe, uh, and, and you've touched on some of the, the different things, but, um, Maybe you can touch on, you know, some of the more unique projects you guys have done or created.
1: Uh, you know, lately, we we just did a huge entrance to a subdivision. Uh, we put some columns with some big rock slabs in between with um, uh, a deer head on them. Actually, a horse head. It was uh, Moonlight Park, and all the streets in that subdivision are named after horses, uh, like Secretariat, Skip Away, some of the most famous ones some of the triple crown winners. And so they wanted something in the front to replicate what they were doing in the neighborhood. And so we put some big slabs with a horse on it and Moonlight Park, and we put those slabs in between columns. And it's the neatest entrance, you know, you could do. Uh, We have a lady in Chattanooga that just a historical graveyard, all the headstones, I think it was Indians, wasn't it? Yeah, Indian graveyard and. They couldn't read anything, so they got the contract to redo every headstone in the whole place. And ours will last, you know, 500 years, and you can still read them. So that was a neat project. Oh, yeah, that is really neat. Headstones yeah. are really picking up for us because we can do one for about a third of what you would uh, expect to pay, and it looks a lot nicer, and we get it in tea a, a more timely fashion. Uh, we can have it to you in four weeks. Reality is we could have it to you in a few days, but we just don't do it because I think we lose uh, – you know, it looks like it's the value's not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got to keep some gonna, of the magic so, in there. Yeah, yeah, we were gonna tell them, hey, we can actually have your headstone at the funeral, and we <laughs> thought probably better not do that because we make it in twenty minutes. But anyway, and and we, you know, as a franchisee, we out there. If you do buy one or talk to people, have them donate a lot of that. Like we had a nineteen-year-old kid that passed away this last week, and um uh, in a car accident and we'll donate a headstone and a bench to that family. And, uh, and we don't go out there and tell them to, Hey, tell everybody what we did. Uh, but they do, you know, so it seems like when you do something good, it always comes back to you, you know, 10, 20, 30 fold. So we do a lot of donate and we do charity work all over town. Every charity auction in town, our rock is normally the the premier giveaway or auction off. And the other day we did one for $2,500 and it brought 5,000 and it's for the uh, Shriners. So we do a lot of that. And with that, we'll put pamphlets on all the tables everywhere so they can see what we do. And uh, we get a lot of business that way. And it's a fun deal. Oh yeah, I'm sure.
0: So, I mean, as far as a a customer, I mean, there's, residential applications, commercial, you know, schools, municipalities, right? All, all sorts of uh, options.
1: There, yeah, there's no, uh, a guy asked me today from Saskatchewan, he's coming in, and he was asking me, do I do more commercial or residential? And I said, well, you know, every franchisee is different. I'm pretty much accused of hunting elephants all the time, which would be the big projects. Uh, although we do, we have a small territory, and probably three-fourths of that is commercial, but we did more rocks residentially than we did commercial. The commercial ones are just, you know, a bigger ticket. Um, you know, one of our, like I said, with Farm Bureau is, you know, 180 grand. Uh, it takes a lot of small rocks to reach at, but we do a lot of small ones. Even my son now, when one comes in for five, 600, he don't even want to do it. I said, Seth, if you add up all the ones we did last year, you've got, you know, probably quite a bit of money. So be careful of that. And those are quick and easy, you know, and everybody pays, you know, so. You get a good mix. Like I said, I hunt elephants. We've got people that'll put 100 rocks on a trailer and bring them to the flea market and sell them for 40, 50 bucks. You know, and that's what they like doing. Uh, They make those rocks in 10 minutes and um, still make 30, $40 on that. And uh, they enjoy that, you know. And it's just all over the board. Just depends on what you gravitate to. We've got so many products now. We really, in all honesty, could have three or four franchises within this one. You know, if you just sold headstones, like a lot of companies do, you know, you just sold mailboxes or fence columns, you know, commercial signage, you know, there's different avenues you can go. So, um, but we do all of them.
0: How do you advertise the business? I mean, is it basically a signage company? Is that is that a little bit of the challenge?
1: It, no, well, we're, we're going to that. We would like to be the premier sign company in the world. You know, uh, a lot of insurance adjusters now like us because you, on the coastal states or hurricane or tornado alleys. These rocks are unaffected. They're tornado proof, hurricane proof, and they also don't become projectiles in those storms. So we now we have LED lights inside of them that you know advertise signs or other businesses, whatever. Um, so there's a lot of avenues to go with it. But on the on the advertising, we do a lot on uh, Facebook uh, Marketplace. We saw a ton of them on there. And what we always sell, say is boulders sell boulders. So as soon as you get a few of them out there, like in Waco here. We, I don't think we advertise any anymore, very little. It's all word of mouth. And um, we'll send out some mailings, like we sent out uh, what we call proofs. Uh, we started doing a lot of high schools, uh, signs in front of there, like when they've won state tournaments, we'll make a big rock with all their names on it. Uh, we just mm-hmm. did a school. We did 19 rocks uh, going around the track, and they'd like to fill the whole track up. And a few of those were donated – or. Uh, donor rocks where somebody that maybe paid for three rocks, they got a rock themselves. And uh, we have their name on it. And then a couple of kids that had passed away that went to school there, we had a couple of rocks that had that on it. So it's not all just state championships, but um, some neat stuff. So when you walk out there, everybody walks by and reads all the rocks. So given that with the schools, my son sent out 15 uh, proofs last week to different schools that we hadn't done any work for, and said, hey, these are some options. And one callback that is doing 11 schools, Midway District, and um, they're looking at possibly doing rocks throughout the whole, all the campuses. And um, so, again, those are ways we do it. It's very intriguing. Uh, It takes you five or ten minutes to make a proof. You can look outside and tell me the closest business to you and say it's Taco Bell. Uh, We, through Adobe Photoshop and um, uh, Google Earth, we can pull that place up. Everything on those is layers. If it's a tree there, that's a layer. If it's a house, whatever. So we can remove the layer that's their sign and replace it with our rock, snapshot it, and we have a picture of a rock sitting in front of that building that we can walk in and just show them or email it to them. And uh, very simple and quick process. And we get a lot of business out of that. Even for a guy that can't sell, he can email, you know, so... The rocks, sure. I don't want to say they sell themselves, but they sure do a, a good bit of it.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that. And they they, they almost become a landmark in some places. I Absolutely.
1: That's what we tell everybody. When you put a rock there, you are now a landmark in this, in this place. And there's been a study, I think it was by Stanford, that if you have a big, nice sign, that that brings you a certain amount of business, but it also has your employees stay longer. I don't know how they got with that, but um, that if you have a really, really nice sign fixed, your employees stay longer. And that's a, huh? yeah, it gives them value, I guess, but that, and we didn't do the study obviously, but, but that was a true statement and um, and it shows that company's not going anywhere.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Probably some pride in the workplace type of thing. Right.
1: In Waco, if you asked anybody, anytime, walk in any place and say, what's the top 10 signs you can remember in Waco, ours would be one through 10. You would have, all of ours would be on there because you remember them. They're a big rock.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's that's really neat. So so what makes a, a good market or a location? I You know, you touched on a little bit. I was wondering if there was like a, a regional component to this at
1: all. There is. In fact, uh, uh, geographically, what I say is if you have grass, you have a good spot there. Rule is really good. We do a lot of farms and ranches. Uh, downtown Dallas would be a challenge. Uh, downtown Chicago would be a challenge. You could probably sell a few things, but you're not going to sell a lot because you don't have anywhere to set the rock. Um, So if you have companies, businesses, uh, industrial, whatever, anywhere that they have a yard of any kind, uh, that's what we look for. So if there's grass out there to put the markers for your house, mailboxes, fences, uh, anything like that, you're good to go. There's very few places are are bad, uh, but it would be the very downtown areas that you don't have anywhere to set them. And we've done stuff there. We've done inserts in walls, you know, where we have a make a marker and put it in the wall. We've done stuff on the ground, uh, made bricks for um, donations where they pay, you know, 50 bucks to have a brick with their name on it. But those are few and far between. You can't depend on those.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess initially I think, you know, mountains or rustic or farm, as you said, but these don't have to look like a rock. Like you could put them at the beach and make them look like a clamshell design or something like that, right? Um, We haven't done
1: that one, Greg. You, you might have to <laughs> help us on that one. <laughs> Uh, but again, you can make them anything you want. We do so many things, cash and carry, like at the beach, you can make little ones. Uh, given that you can make a little rock and imprint a clamshell into it. And those are pretty cool. You can write something on it. There's just, there's just no end. Every year at Reunion, somebody will come up and have something different that they hid from us during the year because they want to show off at Reunion. And that's always fun to see different things. Uh, come, you know, we did a decanter five years ago and it didn't take off. A guy in Dallas did it, and then a guy did it two years ago and it just took off like crazy. And I don't know what the difference was, but now everybody's selling them. You know, the headstones. They messed with it a long time ago and didn't seem to take off, and now it's really taken off.
0: Yeah, and I could really see value in in your franchisees sharing their work with each other or what they've done just to to kind of get that creativity flowing.
1: Yeah, because you know you when you're a franchise, obviously we can't go and take business from them. And, uh, and that's how we've grown so well is we've got a lot of good franchisees. They do a uh, good amount of volume. They, they're very creative. Uh, the good thing is you don't have to be creative. Uh, like I always say, my son kind of runs the back. He's the one who does all the training. He played football and baseball in college and zero artistic abilities. Uh, like a <laughs> china cabinet is what you would, you know, think of him as. And he uh, does a great job training. He builds all kinds of stuff. And zero artistic you know the when you put the imprints in we have a stamp way a way of doing our stamps and when you press in the front of a rock with their logo it has different layers on it so all you do is just paint within the lines and if you mess up you just scrape it off so it's paint by numbers very simple and uh, then you seal it and it's good to go
0: yeah along those lines i was going to ask if there was a any you know artistic skill required but as far as an ideal candidate, if there is such a thing, who, who do you see? You know, has success with this.
1: Who the best ones I see are somebody that has sales ability, but not the used car salesman mentality, or the what we call the carnival barker. Uh, somebody that has some passion with their product. You know, as I always say if you, you know, if I was talking about my wife or kids or whatever, it's very easy to talk about them because I think they're really good. Uh, It's the same with this. Once you get the passion for it and and you're excited about it, that's what sells. It's not the high end salesman, you know, uh, that you can just he reaps of salesman. Uh, It's more of a just a simple everyday guy that has some sales ability if he was passionate about it. Uh, We have people again, I'll I'll pick on the Chattanooga couple the Sims. He was a truck driver, wanted nothing to do with sales, but he loved the product. So his wife was going to do it. And now he's the head salesman and he loves it. I mean, it's just it's fun for him when he goes out and sells one. He just exudes, you know, uh, passion and and fun. And people see that and uh, it makes a better salesman than a a guy who, you know, sells hard, I guess, if you will. It's not a hard. We call them warm calls instead of cold calls. Because when you walk into a place, I walked into a, a place yesterday, it's called and it's actually called. For construction, H O A R, and I even asked him how do you pronounce it, and he, he said just that. And I said, okay, well, I, y'all are building a big place here. Um, do you need any signage? And he goes, no, these are already done. And he, and I handed him a pamphlet and showed him what all we do. And he goes, man, there's a lot of places we could use this. And he actually services all the areas that I service. And um, he goes, could you talk to our guy in Austin who's over the whole thing? So I made him a little desktop card holder this morning. And I'll bring it to him tomorrow and it's going to be a nice little card holder with their logo and his name on it with places to put his cards. And I'll bring that to him. Cost me a dollar to make it. And uh, I'll bring it to him and show him all the uh, possibilities we have. Even if it's a strip mall, we have one huge rock with different plaques on it to, just, to talk about who's, who's at those companies. And if it changes, we can change the plaque out. Um, so there's a lot of ways we can do that. We do directional signs, what we call way signs, you know, what way do you go? markers for where the uh, cripple cars, you know, cripple parking, stuff like that. Anything you can imagine in a complex. And it makes it look a lot nicer than just regular signs. They look natural. So the um, the landscape looks better with it. And I, sure. he told me, he goes, I got places all over we can use this. And there's just one stop. And it wasn't a stop where you're walking in. There with some siding or windows and you're trying to pedal that because, they, oh, no, we already got that. We got that. But when you hand them a picture of a big rock with their name on it, it's like showing them a picture of their kids or something. You know, they want to see it. That's their baby. And that's what you do. And it, it makes it where all of a sudden, just like yesterday, there's three or four other people walking up and he's showing, hey, look what they can do with this. And it's kind of fun. It makes it a little less intimidating.
0: Yeah, for sure. When it's such a unique product, it's easy to kind of have passion about it. And for people. To exactly right. Yeah. So I could see that yeah. helping.
1: If your kid's good in baseball. It's not hard to talk about him, Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's the same idea when my son was playing I wore people out, you know, I'm sure they were, they probably ducked when they saw me coming, you know, and it's the same with the boulders. It's just fun and and you believe in it. So it makes it an easier sale.
0: Yeah. So I'm in, I'm in Colorado here. How about places where, you know, you touched on Colorado before where the stone is, is kind of readily available, particularly, you know, the redstone that's really popular here. But it, I assume it, there's still a market for it because your, your product is is much less expensive.
1: Yeah, they they don't even come close to competing with us. The, uh, one of the funny things, the original founder, you know, he was up in farmland in the middle of Illinois, literally cornfields. And he started telling these other farmers about how he's going to create rocks. And they all laughed and said, we got rocks all over our place. And he goes, yeah, they don't have your name on it. Though. <laughs> and that was in reply <laughs> to him. And, uh, but here's the thing, when you go, say you got a five by five rock, well, first, even find one like that isn't easy. Uh, and then you got to have the front of it flat where you can ride on it. Then you got to cut the bottom off and you still have to excavate it out, haul it to the place. By the time you get in your truck and you're halfway there, we've already made the rock and done at a fraction of the cost and don't have to have that equipment. Uh, there is once in a while you'll see a stone out there that somebody engraved on it. It's just because they haven't seen our stuff um, or they can fit within that area what they want to say where we take what you want to say and build the rock accordingly um, at a a fraction of the cost. So it happens. The only time we ever see that is maybe a little yard stone that has a number on it, maybe, you know, and they're usually, they're usually crooked and stuff like that where ours are really nice and they will last through, you know, hundred below zero, uh, 150 degrees. They're just indestructible. They won't, the weather won't hurt them at all.
0: How many locations do you currently have? Uh,
1: we're hoping this year between the two we're going to reach 200. I think we're about a 180, 182 is what I'm being told. <laughs> so
0: okay, yeah. yeah, that's exciting. And um, just I, I want to touch on real quick the um, your your other kind of complementary business. It's Border Magic. Yes, sir. Did you talk a little bit about uh, Border Magic? And do most people own both of them, or are they kind of complementary? Or
1: yeah. Not most. I'm going to say one sixth or seventh of all the franchisees probably do have both. Uh, And I'm not sure that number, but I know a lot of them do. But a lot of them just have one. Uh, Border is kind of the same product. It is a different uh, special sauce because this is extruded right onto the ground. So the moisture could be there and it's also thinner. You know, it's just four or five inches thick at the back of it and then uh, two and a half inches in the front. It's designed to where... It keeps your mulch in the back, and then you can weed it right against the front, and we can make it look like cobblestone, brick, stone, you know, anything you want to match your house or whatever design you want. It's also got the same product in it that causes it not to crack as easy. Uh, The problem with that, it's so thin that you can't, like if roots are coming up or something like that, it could crack, but I've seen where roots come up. And the whole ring is just sitting <laughs> up in the air and it didn't crack. Um, so we put uh, control joints throughout the whole project. And uh, usually it, it, it lasts a long time. I mean, I've had some that actually I was cutting trees this weekend at my aunt's house. And we put border down in 2020 and it doesn't have one crack in it. It's perfect. So uh, it's a good product. Again, we can guarantee it uh, where other companies won't. Uh, In ours, we've got a 10-year warranty on ours that um, nobody else in the industry will do. And, again, it's just one of the other things is our machine has a complete slip form where others are just three-sided. So once it compacts in there, it just goes – the machine goes easier, so you don't get the compaction that we have. Ours, say a wheelbarrow of concrete, goes half as far as what they do. We got more concrete in a given area, so it's a lot harder Mm – more dense and then we have those uh products that go in it that cause it uh to seal up all the capillaries and voids, so you have no moisture penetration and that's our kind of our claim to fame and that's what causes it you know water and moisture is what cracks concrete uh and if there's no moisture in there it'll it'll last a lot longer and again neat neat product a lot of you know and it's 98 percent residential And Border is done on site. You don't need a building or anything. One thing we didn't mention for Boulder, you need about a thousand square feet of building with a 10 foot overhead door. And it needs to be heated uh, above freezing, you know, 40 degrees at least, uh, where Border is all self-contained in one trailer that you pull behind your truck and you arrive on a site and do it uh, on site as opposed to at your your place.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask about the type of facility that's required. Uh, so a heated garage base with a with a ten foot over door, and then as far as delivering the rocks uh, or the creations and putting them in place, is there? I assume there's some kind of trailer required as well.
1: Yes, sir. With the both franchises are pretty much turnkey. You get everything you need within reason. There's a few little things we don't, but anything you get local that we just don't put in there. Uh, wheelbarrows and shovels, basically everything else is in the package, including moving equipment. Uh, a hydraulic table that you make the boulders on and then it goes vertical. So you can back up right over the top of it with your trailer and pick it up. Uh, And then you have some other lifting equipment, um, some different ways to little uh, tables that crank up so you can push the rock up, how high you need it so you can paint right there. Perfect. Uh, All your paint supplies, sealers, special sauce, everything is in there. Uh, The trailer is a A A-frame looking trailer uh, that has no axles. So the bottom of it, if you remember, like back in the day, you have your bed, you'd have wooden slats under it to hold the bed up. Well, same idea. You take those slats out, back up over the rock, winch it up, and then you put the slats back in and set the rock on it. One person can unload a rock in five minutes by themselves. And then if you can't get to the place that's going to, you know, eventually set, then we'll have on call tow trucks that have a boom. And we'll tell them, hey, we've got this rock. It's going to be here. And uh, we'll get a price ahead of time. So we, you know, we'll say, Hey, we're going to have 20 or 30 of these a year. Um, if you get a call where you need to go get a car, just go get it and then come back and do our rock. It's not ever going to be a set time. We'll be there at two o'clock and get there as close as you can. That way you don't lose any money, but give us a good deal for uh, giving you repetitive business. And uh, if it gets beyond what a tow truck can do, then we hire a crane. And that's another whole ballgame. And you know? a we have master builders around the country that if you do sell a big one and you're not capable of it, then we can build it for you and deliver it and you get half the money anyway. So uh, you don't have to wait to sell big ones until you're ready. You can sell them right off the bat.
0: Oh, and you guys would create it in Waco there and deliver it.
1: Yeah. Well, we have six other master builders now throughout the country. We've got of kind of saying that if you can sell it, we'll get it there. So you just sell it and we'll figure it out. <laughs> and, and we will. So we've we've toted them. Sometimes you know a thousand miles just to get a rock there, and we do it. So it's kind of neat going down the road. People are getting pictures, honking at you. It's just it's a cool deal. One of my guys said Uh every time he he feels like a movie star because everybody's honking at him and stuff.
0: (laughs) The paparazzi are following him. And uh, so with the what's a typical investment?
1: Just over a hundred. Boulder is going to be about one oh nine. There's an upgrade you can get. that will make it about 113, just a bigger mixer. And uh, border is 89. So, um, and again, everything you need comes with. That includes, cleans everything except your airfare and lodging. uh, When you come to Waco for a week's training, if you buy border, you're going to go to the Quad Cities in uh, uh, Iowa, and uh, we've got a trainer out there. And other than that, everything is in there.
0: And then as far as, I assume with the initial package for Boulder Designs, you get uh, a certain amount of the proprietary material to, to make boulders. And then after that, uh, that gets ordered from you, you know, on an as-needed basis?
1: Right. You're going to, what we call your heavies is your sand and your Portland. You'll buy that locally and everybody has it readily available. I think every city in the world almost has it. And then your proprietary stuff, you will buy from us, very, very fairly priced even our special sauce that you can't get anywhere, uh, we don't gouge you. It's very fairly priced. You can make a ton of rocks, literally, out of a bucket of it.
0: And then uh, you guys are also different in that there's there's no royalties. It's a, it's a monthly flat rate.
1: Right now, we are going to go to royalties at some point, uh, probably in our next disclosure, which will be sometime this year. Uh, but it'll still be the flat rate minimum, which we always have. And then uh, the the challenge is we've started selling some huge jobs and we've caused the franchisees to be able to do that, but we don't get any part of it. So for Mm -hmm. us to continue on that, uh, so the only time they'll have uh, a royalty would be on a bigger rock, which typically you're going to charge a little bit more for anyway, so you're not getting any less. So it makes it work for both of us uh, to come out, you know, fairly for both of us.
0: Sure. And then once agreements are signed, if someone were to become a new franchisee, typically how long before they can be
1: operational? No, we have some right off the bat. I mean, we're going to start doing some marketing with you the day you say yes, you're in. And what we like for you to do is have boulders sold before you even get trained. So when you go home from training, which is one week, uh, you're ready to start and build boulders. We don't want you to go home and set for three months. Uh, and we show you how to do that. It's not hard to get the business if you do the stuff we show you. And, um, and then you surely have friends or some relatives or somebody that you could, you know, use as a guinea pig. But when you come out of training, you're building them. You're not as good as you can be, but we would know it, but nobody else would. They're, they're, you know, you can't mess a rock up too bad. I mean, it's a rock. There's no two alike. They're different. Uh, but there's little uh, subtle things that we do to make it look more realistic that as you make them, you get better. But after two or three months, there's just just no room to get better. I mean, it's just not that hard. Sure. And do people
0: usually start with an employee or usually just start on their own?
1: It just depends. Um, I always say that there's no money in building boulders, um, the money's in selling them. So, and it's funny, I, I'm a workaholic. I, I've worked all my life physically. You know, this is the only desk job I've had in a long time. And um, I've never made a boulder. It's almost a joke now, but I've sold literally probably millions of dollars worth of boulders. Uh, the money's in selling. Although, you know, you can pay a guy 15, 18 bucks an hour, depends on where you're at in the country uh, and make them all day. And what we've started telling the franchisees starting out, you may get some firemen. Uh, You know, most of them all moonlight. They want other work. They're off for several days a month. And when you sell a boulder, you tell them it's a four to six week window to get it. So whatever day he's off next, he can come in, it's indoors. Uh, They're normally in pretty good shape and, uh, they already have benefits, so you don't have to worry about hiring somebody full time. And that's a good fit. You know, um, So consider that if you come in. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I read
0: somewhere that you kind of promote that this kind of easily integrates into an existing business. Um, what type of businesses do you think would be a, a good fit? Like,
1: Well, just for instance, I have a guy that um, called today. Where is he from? Maryland. Uh, so he'd be our most Northeast franchise. And um, he has a power washing business that's not doing real good and it's very competitive. And I told him, I said, um, uh, you know, the the good thing is you've got a huge customer base already. You know, all the people you've ever done work for, I would immediately send them a flyer and uh, some brochures or something. And they already know you. Hopefully you've done a good job. They trust you. Um, So you've got a, a base already and you can continue on doing your power washing. And as you're doing it, sell them some boulders for their front yard or their business or whatever it is. And it takes very little time to build these. Or if you have somebody else building them, just an add-on business, it's very easy. Uh, the challenge like we have right now, we had a really big landscape business. We were doing over a million a year. And now that we have the boulder and border, the margins are so good on that, it's hard to want to do the stuff he is making 19 20%. So now we just cherry pick. We just take the best of those jobs. We'll still do them, but just a, a small amount of them because we'd rather – do border and boulder? The margins are so much better. That's a that's a good problem to have, and, and you know, you can work into that. You know, or you may have a business that's good also that you don't want to leave. You you built it up and you don't want to leave it. Um, and just do them in combination. You know, it's not that hard.
0: Yeah, and, and the competition you touched on a little bit before, but there's really no one else doing this because of the the proprietary nature of the
1: product, right? Yeah, there's nobody that's making man made solid boulders that. You know, they guarantee them for life or anything. they've got some stuff that they put chicken wire out or metal and then coat it or something, but nothing like what we're doing.
0: Yeah, your boulders are solid as opposed to some yes, kind sir. of
1: hollow, yeah. hollow
0: thing. Well, it's really, really neat. So if a listener wanted to learn more, uh, would, would the best place to start be your website?
1: Yeah, and that's going to give you a lot of information, a lot of testimonials. We have commercials. I think we have 15 commercials, you know, already made up that you just get. A uh, lot of support from the home office. We have probably two of the top social media people around this area, uh, and all they do is help you with everything: Google My Business, Facebook, all that. How do you get the most out of that and get as many customers as you can for the for the cost? And uh, they're experts at that, and they're and they're in house, so we have them every day. Uh, we have marketing people, technical people, and with the franchise, you get all that, and that's all no cost, you know. Uh, uh, or within the cost that you're paying already.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's so valuable because I imagine a lot of your customers wouldn't even know where to look because, you know, they they wouldn't think that, you know, a sign company could make, uh, you know, fence posts or fence columns or things like that. So
1: no, nobody gets up and says, hey, let's go buy a rock today, <laughs> you know, so we have to educate them. <laughs> but when they see it, it's like anything else. If it's really cool, you know, like I always said, if you go to the gas station and buy $10 of gas and the they give you $10 of gas, you're probably not going to tell anybody, but if you buy $10 of gas and they give you 11 and they wash your window and do this and that, you tell everybody. And that's kind of what this is. It's a neat thing. So people tend to talk about it and it gets around pretty quick. And, uh, and it's a fun, it's an easy sale to me. I always say there's nothing out there easy, but I've never found anything easier than this. And that's kind of the best way to say it.
0: Who would have thought selling rocks, right?
1: I know. I, you know, I selling water, you know, in a bottle. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's nuts. Who would do that? It's free. <laughs>
0: well, Butch, uh, thanks again for joining us today. I've really enjoyed learning more about uh Boulder Designs. And you know, you really you come across as is really genuine and, and your passion for the product, you know, really shines through and, and I'm excited right. to to see you guys continued growth. So thanks again for joining us. Okay.
1: Well I appreciate that. And if there's anything you'll ever need, let me know.
0: Yeah. Thanks again. All
1: right. Thanks, buddy. Bye right, bye.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Franchise Hounds. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode or would like to work with me directly to explore franchise ownership opportunities, please reach out through the form on our website at franchisehounds.com.